Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. And it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Larry Unger, joining me today, who's normally answering phones, but I gave Dennis a day off because he did a great job filling in for me last week, which yes, I did. appreciate very much, and you did as well. So thanks, Larry. I appreciate it. Charlie Grimes, your engineer as well. And, of course, Fix It Radio brought to you by a lot of great sponsors, but one of our best is Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, and we appreciate these guys so much. Let me get these guys both up. And, Lewis, how are you today, sir? You are the owner of Absolute Electrical. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, sir. How about you? Doing great. Glad you guys could join us today. I've been looking forward to it all week. Eric, I know you're also there. Welcome. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Good morning. How are you this morning? Doing great. So, Lewis, introduce Eric. So, everybody listening that maybe didn't hear our weekly show and hasn't known Eric yet, they know you a little bit, but tell them who Eric is. Yeah, so Eric is our star-studded HVAC technician and boiler expert. He's been in the industry for um, 20-plus years I don't know if there's anything Eric hasn't seen or done. Um, and on top of his incredible skills and his amazing knowledge of everything that we do, he is uh, definitely a customer favorite. He is incredible with the customers. You know, as, um, he probably gets more positive reviews than anybody, really just because it, it's not only his knowledge, but the way he's able to you know, explain to the customer in layman's terms exactly what he's doing and make them feel comfortable with what's going on in their house. Nice. So for all of you listening, anything you need along those lines, please give Absolute a call. Best way to do it. Well, you don't have to write any phone numbers down or anything. Just go to the website, fixitradio.com. You can find those guys there. It's really, really easy, and I would recommend you do that. So, uh, All right, so let's get into it. I wanted to talk today specifically, guys, and for those of you listening, it's a, little more, it's a little bit more difficult to take calls when we've got two guys already on the line. So if you've got a question for Lewis or Eric, text me, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. We'll get the question answered. But I wanted to talk today specifically about hydronic heat, you know, hot water heat, and then we can move into some other things because it is, believe it or not, for a lot of folks listening, there's more, and I guess it's a question for you guys, how many homes still have... You know, hot water or hydronic heat, Eric? I mean, what do you find when you go out? What's the mixture? Um, I'd say, like, in the in the front range, just in the Denver metro area, I'd say probably 20% of the homes in that Capitol Hill, uh, downtown-type area, about 20% of the homes still have uh, hydronic heat in their homes, okay. radiator-style heat. Okay. Yeah. And, and, one, and at one time, and, and, you know, Lewis, correct me if I'm wrong, but at one time that was really, I mean, gas-forced air heat didn't really exist. That's all they had, right? Um, yeah, for, for, for a while there, yes. It was hydronic. That was, that was just kind of the way to go. And you, you go into some of these really 100-year-old buildings, and you'll see a boy that looks like something out of Frankenstein. But, yeah, wow. that, was, that was the technology. Yeah, that's, that's what they had. And then I'm assuming, and, and Eric, this is for you, I'm assuming that as time went by and as history started to change and air conditioning became, you know, more and more popular, and, of course, gas-forced air heat is cheaper to install on the, on the front side and in some cases even, I don't know about running it. We're going to talk about some of that as well. But I know on the install side it's cheaper. Plus, you can combine the HVAC, you know, together. So you can get the air conditioning and the heat all in one unit. So I'm assuming that because of that, that's why more gas-forced air started to come along and become more popular. Am I right? Yeah, 
yeah, it, it became more, you know, as, as time progressed, you know, hydronic heat at the beginning was natural gravity type, you know, the water heated up and naturally rise throughout the piping throughout the home. And then motors started becoming into to availability and uh, ducting systems and stuff like that. And it was a, it's a lot quicker as in heating a home with forced air than it is with hydronic heat. You know, right. Maintaining that that scenario. So yeah, that's where it started and correct, developing. And correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I want to make sure we're explaining this correctly. But gassed forced air heat is heating the air in the room, where the hot water heat is essentially radiant, which is heating objects and not the air. Am I saying that right? Um, no. It, the, the correction is, is yes. Forced air is heating the room by the air movement. Okay. Um, there's three. There's two different styles of heat in hydronics. We have radiant which is in-floor heat, snow melt systems, and to that extent. And then you have your radiators and baseboard okay. emitters, which works by natural convection. The hot air comes off the top of that register, naturally mixes with the air in the room, and goes back to the bottom side of that, and that's what gives us our temperature differ differentials. And So it's natural convection or radiant, which okay. means omnidirectional. Okay, makes sense. So it's not like an infrared heater where it's heating objects. It is still heating the air, but just in a different way. Yes, sir. So that's why it takes longer for hot water heat to, and I don't know about everybody else that has that, but I've got hot water heat, and I don't change the, you know, I, I don't change the temperature much up and down. I'll go a little cooler at night just because you're sleeping, and it's nicer to be a little cooler, but I don't change the temperature a whole lot. I just pretty much leave it within about five degrees of each other. Yeah, consistency is efficiency. Okay. That's the biggest line, with biggest thing with uh, hydronic heat is okay. consistency. Okay. Because otherwise, you've got those huge swings, and that's actually costing you money when you do that. Am I right in saying it that way? Yes, yes, sir, you're correct. That's exactly correct. So okay. on the same note, if you <clears throat> heat your house and keep it at a constant temperature, it's less costly to do it that way than to let it cool down and then reheat it again. You're correct. You know, like a, like a radiant heat, uh, in-floor heat in a, in a home, I mean, it could take 24 hours to heat that mass because anything that's in contact with that floor has an R value. Sure. So everything in contact has to be heated. So to heat that entire mass, it could take 24 to 48 hours. Okay. But it could also take 48 plus to cool that mass back down. So, again, the consistencies are efficiencies in that style of heat. Okay. Now, when it comes to gas uh, forced air... Is it the same in that? Do those big swings cost you a lot of money? In other words, what's the rule of thumb for how people should keep temperatures this time of the year when it comes to gassed forced air? I try to tell the customers not to let, not to not to exceed a four degree differential. If they like to be sleeping at sixty eight degrees but want to be at seventy two during the day, that's fine. But when you're doing, you're dropping it down to say sixty four, and then when you get home, you want it to be seventy two. That's a huge swing, and it's very, very energy inefficient. Okay. And, it, and it, it's just wear and tear on the equipment. Guys, I mean, that's really quick. And, Lewis, I know this is uh, up your alley as well. That's That really does kind of go against what we've been taught or what I think a lot of folks have. have maybe it's just an old wives' tale or a myth. I mean, that's really going against what a lot of folks, I think, do on a regular basis. So in a, in a lot of ways, they're spending more money on their gas and light bill, if you would, by doing it the way Eric just said versus keeping it at a more constant temperature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. It's, it's kind of the same logic. I'm the electrical guy, but it's the same thing with, you know, certain, like, types of lights. 
you you know, people like will complain. I've had you know customers that they keep constantly burning out these lights, and even in the LED, it'll burn out. And then we find out what you know, how are they operating? What's their lifestyle like? Well, we got we make sure we turn off every time we leave the room. Well, sometimes that's not the best because if you look at the hour rating on like lots of illuminaires, it gives you an hour rating. Well, that uh, that hour rating is for a constant when it's constantly on. They actually work better and they'll be they'll work longer if they're always on instead of constantly turning on, turning off, turning on, turning off. Kind of uh-huh. like with your car, constantly turning on, sure. turning off. You'll burn a lot more gas yeah. if you just kind of let it yeah. idle. Yeah, same, no, I know. Makes makes total sense. I'd never thought about it on this side of the of the fence now. Okay, so Eric, I, the other thing that I've noticed is in much like my house now, and this is where it gets a little more expensive depending upon the house because if you've got full hot water heat, whether it be radiant in the floor or the registers, and then you want air conditioning, you basically now have two systems that you're managing, maintaining, and so on. But that's the only way you can get air conditioning in the house because you can't do that through the the hot water heat side, but I'm noticing, and maybe it's just me, but is there a resurgence in hot water heat because of the comfortability factor, or is it more efficient and less costly? I mean, why are we seeing, you know, some of that radiant heat? Is it because of the the advantage now of PEX, or or what's what's happened to make it more popular again? Well, radiant heat is, I mean, it, in, in Colorado, because we're such a dry climate, it is it, it is the most efficient and most comfortable heat source we have. Um, with forced air, I call it scorched air because okay. um, we're heating that air to a, you know 130 degrees and moving it through the house and bringing it back at you know a 35 to 60 degree di- di- temperature differential, but it's still scorching it. Like like in your home particularly, um, if, if you don't wake up with a dry nose and so forth to that extent, where a lot of our customers that have forced air, if they don't have IAQ indoor air quality like humidifiers, UV lights, different filtration, um, they're waking up very, very uncomfortable, also sleeping very uncomfortable because of the, the how, how hot we are making and creating that air changes in the home. Oh, makes sense. You know what? That makes total sense. I really never, until you said that the other day, I'd really never thought through that much, but you're exactly right. And that's why a lot of, and I know you guys do this, you can put the humidifiers on and do the air quality and get things back you know, but again, what you're doing is adding things back into the system where if you'd have just done, you know, the hydronic heat in the first place, you wouldn't have needed to. But on, on the install side, may, Lewis, maybe this is more on your end of it. And I don't know, because on the construction side, I'm, 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 I'm not I don't do that on a regular basis. What's the difference in cost between doing hydronic, you know, radiant flow? There's folks out there listening. They're thinking of building houses, things like that. What's the difference in cost from gas forced air to hydronic? Um, it's going to be it's going to be relatively significant, but um, the big factor of it is availability of manpower and availability of the parts. You know, and it's going to depend on the type of house you're building. For these track home builders, you know, where they have you know four different models and they're going to be building out three hundred right. homes in this area, but there's only four different models. It's very simple, and it's 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 almost like assembly line type technology. You know, okay, um, sure. type operation where sure. it's just. You know, you go in and it's every single duct is the same. Every single runs the same. Everything's perfect. Um, and whereas if you're trying to do with boilers or some sort of hydronic heat, you're definitely going to need a higher level of technician. They're not as readily available. Mm. Uh, there's not. There's just flat out not as many of them. But, you know, for people who are doing more custom-type homes, if they're buying, if they find a plot of land or if they're actually – Doing more of a boutique step or a smaller, mm-hmm. a smaller builder that does less homes but more custom feel. That's where you will see a lot more of the hydronic because, like what Eric said, it's just a much more efficient way of heating a home, and it's 
it's a more it is a more comfortable heat. You don't have to yeah, add all the air quality it is. things that you have to add. Yes. And if you are building that home, you can also you know, nowadays you can have the hydronic heat and you can add in an air conditioning system or mini splits or things right. like that to also cool the home. Right. So um, it's it's kind of a difference of what what type of house are you going to be moving into a, more of a track home style or are you building your own? And that's that's where you're going to see the big difference. But it's mostly because of a, a, um, the amount of available manpower and just how easy it is just to continue you know rinse rather repeat with that whole ducting system and right. the, and the gas forced air before we take a break or let me do it this way eric i'm going to ask you a question when i come back which is what what made you get into that side of it as lewis said a moment ago not that many individuals are, are out there like yourself so we come back i'm going to ask you what made you get into that in the first place because again the other thing I'm, i want to get out here guys is there's a lot of folks out there listening They've got younger folks at home. I just talked to one of our cohorts here at the station who has a, a, a daughter that's thinking about, you know, deciding whether to go into the trades or whether to go into college. And my point being, there's a lot of money to be made in the trades. I want to talk about that for a second when we come back as well. So, anyways, Lewis and Eric, both from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Guys, don't forget right now, if you call the number 720-526-0231 and ask about the Absolute Advantage membership, it's free to Fix It Radio, Rush to Reason, Drive Radio, basically KLZ listeners, just tell them you listen. And that line, by the way, is a specific line meant for us anyway. So call that, ask about the membership. We'll talk a little bit about that also when we come back. But if you have any questions, especially on hydronic heat, any heat, doesn't matter, or electrical, let us know. Uh, again, give me a text message, 307-200-8222. Myself, Larry Unger, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. We'll be right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM 720-895-0500 where a reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door, NMLS 298191, equal credit lender. Did you know that all insurance companies and their agents are not equal? They aren't equal in service, how they handle claims, or how they protect you, the customer, in the case of an accident, especially one that is not your fault. You want the best insurance company and agent to represent you that money can buy. And I have found Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance, an A-plus rated insurance company. Paul will go the extra mile for you and help you find the right coverage that meets your needs. He can handle your home, auto, RV, boat, ATV, RTV, motorcycle, second home, or your life insurance. Paul will truly look out for your best interest and make sure you have the coverage you need. Don't buy insurance from people you don't know and have never met. Buy from a locally trusted agent that I've known for 10 plus years. Paul Lewinberger, American National Insurance, 303-662-0789 or find him at drive-radio.com or at fixitradio.com. This is probably the only winter that Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air will recommend replacing your furnace early rather than repairing it. 
They want to protect you from weeks without heat. Because Absolute Electrical Heating and Air only sends technicians to your house, not salespeople, they normally prefer to fix your furnace. They enjoy the fun of problem solving, getting an old furnace back in working order. They will gladly come back again and again to repair your furnace, extending its life and saving you the expense of a replacement. This winter, however, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is one of very few HVAC companies with furnaces still in stock. Right now, your old furnace is working fine because it's not very cold outside. As soon as the temperatures drop dramatically, and you know that could happen any day, your furnace will need to work a lot harder to heat up your house. That's when it could die. Replace your furnace now. 720-526-0231 For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, and we are back. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air with us today. Lewis, the owner, Eric, their uh, technician, which does HVAC, and, uh, of course, the hydronic heat, which we're talking about right now. Eric, I left you with a question as to what, what got you into this side versus just being a standard tech, because as Lewis said, there's not many guys like you that will do both sides. What, you, what got you into that? Well, back in, in about 99, I moved to Breckenridge, and uh, up in the high country, in a lot of those homes, hydronic heat yep. is uh, 80, 85% of yep. the homes up there have That's correct. hydronic either radiant or baseboard heat because it's such a drier climate up there, and all the homes are wood, and et cetera, so we're not drying out their, their structures, things to that extent. And uh, it, just got, it was really intriguing to find out how, how things work. Like, you know, a lot of people believe that, you know, hot air, you know, heat rises. Well, hot air rises. Like a home that has radiant heat, well, radiant heat works omnidirectional. It goes up and down, left and right mm. to a certain height. Um, so there's differences in it. And just basically maybe the, the, the comfort for one and providing that comfort and then efficiencies um, and, and just really trying to understand the design and what goes involved into radiant heat really, it kind of really just, it, it, it was a challenge, and it is. Uh, it still continue a yes, challenge. I yes, mean, I can see that. Change yeah. daily. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah. I was going to ask you too. What I've noticed, and maybe, maybe I, I, I've noticed it just because I have, you know, my my cabin up in Breckenridge, like you just said, does have you know radiant heat, just like you explained. Of course, my house down here does as well. But I can tell you that they are not one in the same as far as the systems go. They're both a little bit different and unique. And the question I had was, I'm guessing that in hydronic, there's more variation of how things get done, installs and so on, where the, the typical, you know, you know, typical air conditioner slash furnace that gets put in, yeah, there can be some differences here and there and maybe the furnace itself, but otherwise the way it's ducted and handled is pretty universal. But I've noticed on Radiant, it's pretty much up to the guy that installed it as to how it got done, am I right? 100% correct. If, uh, you know, if they exceeded the lineal footage of the tubing in the floor, if they, you know, if they didn't double up the tubing per se as the points of infiltration, windows, doors, etc., cetera, um, there's going to be a lot of inconsistencies. Biggest thing is, is they never really read the manual or do the design correctly. So they, they, they way overshoot their lineal footage of the tubing yeah. or they, they spare, they, 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 cheap out on some certain components. They don't use the right oxygen barrier tubing in the floors, so you get rusting and other things. I mean, there is so much in the design of a 
radiant heat system or a snow melt system, even a, just a basic force uh, or basic radiant, you know, registers the baseboard emitters. Right. I mean, if if they don't do them right and design the lineal footage of the emitter, they're not going to get the BTUs in the room based on the temperature coming from the boiler. Mm. So there's there's a lot more involved with designing a heat and hydronics a system versus a forced air system. I mean, right. there's still a lot of science in the forced air side of things also. Um, right, and know, I know that the forced but, air side has sort of come along and gotten to where, because one of the advantages I've also known through the years that, you know, hot water heat has is the advantage to, uh, or the advantage of being able to adjust different temperatures in different rooms to be whatever you want that room to be. So in other words, if you've got one bedroom where that particular individual likes it a little bit cooler, but the other bedroom wants it a little bit warmer, with hot water heat and the way they zone it, you can typically set each one accordingly. The downside is you have a lot more thermostats, but the plus side is you can control what you want in those different areas of the home. They're starting to do the same thing on the HVAC side to where you can do that as well, but that's been one of the advantages hot water heat's had for years, correct? Yeah, correct. You zoning the system. And, and, and in a sense, by zoning, like, for example, your master bedroom, we love to sleep at 67 degrees, but when we get out of bed and go into the bathroom, if it's zoned properly, you get out of, the, get out of bed at 67 right. degrees and you can go into your bathroom at 72 degrees. Right. You know, nice right. and comfortable when you get out of the shower. Um, with, with zoning a forced air system, if, if it, again, it's all in engineering. If it's not done correctly, you... The, the ducting system, when you pressurize a forced air system, you're still going to be robbing from Peter to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you can zone a system on forced air, but if you're not doing it correctly, you're really causing more issues on that blower motor yeah. versus as in just putting the comfort where you want it. So uh, with radiant or zoning a system, even with baseboards, your every room is at whoever is in that room. Is, right. It's their comfort setting. Right. Right. So no, what's perfect? You know. Yeah. No. That no. That makes total sense. And again, that's one of the advantages that that hot water. Okay. Here's here's a couple of uh, other questions I want to shoot to you, Eric. What do you see as being some of the common mistakes that have been made? Not with some, you know, those old systems, they were what they were. I'm not talking about houses that, you know, are, are 75 to 100 years old. I'm talking stuff that's been built recently. What do you see on the hot water side, especially some of the mistakes that are made on the install side? Uh, the biggest, a lot of the mistakes that I see is they either, they don't, they don't engineer the circulators. We call them pumps in the trade, but they're really right. circulators right. in the system. Um, they do overshoot those lineal footages of the tubing within the floor. Um, and the, uh, the bi- another biggest thing I see is uh, inconsistencies of the points of infiltration. They're not, they're not designing or wrapping the floor in, with enough emitter to be able to overcome that certain space. So, you, for example, you get a, a, a great room in a house. Yep. They call it the great room. And it's all windows because they want all the right. views and everything right. to that extent. Well. Right. That room is the coldest. It should be the most comfortable because we spend the most time in it. But that room is the coldest room in the house because they didn't do enough of the emitters mm. and, and things to that extent. So, and obviously we can't just like jackhammer up the floor. Right, or add right. You can't tubing. add. You right. Know, so, so in that case, situation, what do you do? Do you go in and add some baseboard, uh, you know, heat, or, or how do you handle that? If if it's a true radiant home and the whole home is in floor heat. Um, I can add a 
what's called a radiant panel to certain areas of the home uh, where I can add and I can still I'm still able to keep the efficiencies uh, okay. of that certain boiler because I'm still able to run it at a, at a temperature low enough just like we want to run the temperature throughout the floor okay now if it's a hybrid system where you got hot water or you got um, high temp and low temp well I can add emitters as in you know the registers um, I can, there, you know, with today's technology, there's a lot of things we can do with variable speed circulators. Um, and again, the emitters, these, these radiant panels, they're very decor um, and, and super, super energy efficient. So there are things we can do okay. to make that room more comfortable. It's just the accessibility and how much of the, you know, construction that needs to be done right it can be done okay i was just gonna that was one of the questions i had is when it comes to some of the you know quote-unquote retrofitting especially you know because i know there's a lot of folks out there that will even sometimes i've seen it they'll shy away from a particular home that's hot water heat because the registers are there maybe it's an older system and there's registers at the bottom of the baseboards and in the home and a lot of folks look at that and they kind of you know they kind of thumb their nose at it if you would they don't realize by the way the advantages that that has over a regular heating system but because it's kind of ugly and they look at it and they're like yeah i don't know if i want to do that or not to your point though those could be retrofitted and made to look a lot better than what the old style baseboard heat are right well 100 percent. i mean in today's in- industry i mean we've got I, we can put a statue per se a bronze statue and make it a heat emitter i mean i've done yeah. I've done heated benches okay. and rooms that are emitters, that are enough emitters to to take over what is being lacked in that room. So, okay. And a lot of things are super decor nowadays. Okay. You know, they're not that ugly baseboard anymore. So it's come a long way from what it used to be is what you're saying. Lewis, you wanted to chime in there, I think, too, because I think, you know, to, to my yeah. point, it's not. it doesn't have to be as ugly as it's been in the past, right? Without a doubt. In fact, we recently did a house. One of our customers, they had, they were remodeling their house, and they had an existing boiler system. And it was exactly what Eric was saying. They had their great room. It was all window, and they, they needed more comfortable. And uh, some of the wall, those wall panels that Eric's talking about, they make those where I, I honestly, she added six wall panels in this room. I had no idea. One of them looked like a piece of artwork. One of them looked like something else. I mean, they looked. It's it's pretty incredible what they could do, and it made that room incredibly comfortable because that system was put in. That house was probably built in the twenties. Wow. Beautiful house, nice sprawling, you know, footprint. But you know, once again, the comfortability wasn't there, and I mean, it was it was really. I mean, that was the first time I'd ever seen some of those wall panels that looked that nice, like to where it was pieces of artwork, or like Eric said, a little statue, and then they had a little built-in bench that they can. That that was also heat um emitting. Makes sense. There's. There, there, there's a lot of options out there. All right, so I got a question that just came in via text message. By the way, you guys can ask more questions. 307-200-8222. Can you ask the guests about the best boilers for a radiant heat system? We have a Munchkin boiler, well-engineered but made of light composite metals that tend to corrode and not wear well. Eric, your thoughts? Um, yeah, the Munchkin boiler was one of the first, uh, as in the ModComs, the modulating condensing that came into the into the industry, and um, great concept. Uh, very, very, very much likes to be maintenanced. Um, I, I am a particular fan of the Lock and Bar and Triangle Tube products. Yeah, I've got a Triangle um, Tube in mine. Exactly. Those are their heat exchangers are done differently. They're yeah. stainless steel. Um, the, 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 the biggest thing with those two t- 
physical products are, um, I'm able to customize it. So when I do like a system that's retrofit per se, mm-hmm. you know, it's usually like a five day, six day install. Okay. However, after it's installed, we do our startup. Then I let it run for a few, you know, a couple few days, and then I come back and I ask the customers, "Hey, what's what? What? Where, have you noticed some inconsistencies? Things like that." And those particular control modules allow me to even more so fine tune and customize that house for that for that customer. Mm. So you you get a lot of advantages with uh, specific boilers or manufacturers. Um, same thing. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Navian product also, which is they do combis, which we can take your hot water tanks out. We can do all, and we can do everything in your home with just a small little little modulating, condensing up to 97% efficient boiler, and it does everything in your house. So um, there's certain products that allow me, based on the home, to customize it for that for that specific homeowner. Okay, makes sense. I. Uh... I guess, dumb question on my part, how many different, you know, boiler type or, you know, hot water heat, hot water heaters, I guess the way I should say that boilers are there? Well, that's a tough question. There's, uh, as in, in the industry, I know the last, last time I was in a training, it's been a little while, but I know there was, I believe the number, and I can't be quoted on it, but I think there's over 150 Wow. Different manufacturers of modulating condensing boilers. Wow, I had no idea there's that many. Holy cow! Yeah, and and a lot of them are still coming into the game. You know, they're still trying to they're trying to compete because uh, of these leaders. Of uh, you know, I, I the products that I choose to use have been tested and proved and true. Um, just like the Lock and Bar product. I mean, you know, it's one of the only ones that's rated for up to eleven thousand foot in elevation. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of products. We're obviously here in in Denver. We're a mile high, so right. all these products are manufactured at sea level. True. So getting True. A, getting a product to work here in Colorado, it needs it, it's very specific. So that, those are the products that I choose because I've just had great success with them. All right, I got another question. I'll answer. Can you guys do another segment with us? Can you guys stay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. We'll come right back. I got a text message coming in. Any other questions, by the way, for Lewis or Eric, either one, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. We'll come back, keep talking to them. And, again, I appreciate them taking time out of their day to join us. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, guys. Again, don't forget to ask about the free Absolute Advantage membership. You can call directly, 720-526-0231, or best bet, just go to fixitradio.com. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. 
Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. Take aim. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender. I'm John Rush, host of Drive Radio, Fix-It Radio, and also Rush to Reason. I'm also a business owner and a business coach. Even though I love being on air and talking to all of you on a regular basis, the job I love the most is helping other business owners achieve their dreams. I've helped business owners who have owned a job become actual business owners. I do this through the installation of systems and helping them with their leadership skills so they can truly run their business instead of the business running them. If you're tired of your business running you and you want the freedom you sought in owning your own business, call me for a free consultation. I would love to help you and your business attain the goals you've always had. Go to RushMediaInc.com and send me an email. You can also use the text line 307-200-8222. Stop being a slave to your business and contact me today. You don't need a new air conditioner. You just need to get rid of that dead rodent clogging up the wheel. The technicians at Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air complete a thorough inspection before making any recommendations. They'll show you the photos to prove it. You know that feeling when you get a copy of a checklist that a technician supposedly completed, but you're not so sure? After a competitor told one customer they'd need a new air conditioner, Absolute came out for a second opinion. Once they opened up the unit, they found a dead rodent stuck in the wheel. They took a picture to show the homeowner. Then they got the rodent out. No new air conditioner needed. You can imagine how grateful the customer was to save thousands of dollars on an unnecessary replacement. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air includes photos in all of their reports because you need to see for yourself that you can trust them. Call the team that has nothing to hide. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. The guys from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air with us today, Lewis and Eric, and appreciate you guys very much. Okay, so a couple of questions. In fact, I'm going to go the in order. First questions first here. So the first question was, is it cheaper? And this is Eric. Eric, I guess answer this one for us. Is it cheaper to keep the basement cooler with hot water heat? In other words, a basement that's got the baseboard heat in it, you know, the hot water baseboard heat. Is it cheaper to keep the basement cooler or does it matter? Um, you know, it depends on how much time you spend down there. I mean, it's to the it's to specific comfortability levels of that particular house. Um, you know, if it's zoned properly, yeah, you can leave that thermostat set to say 60, 65 degrees or what have you, and 
yeah, you will get efficiencies because you're not heating space that uh, that you're not being that's not being used. So if it's just an open cavity down there and nobody spends any time, it's just storage. Yes, get it. You know, if it's zoned properly, set that thermostat to fifty-five and leave it be. Okay. Uh, you know, and if you need to go down there, crank it up before you get down there. And uh, but yeah, it is. It is. Again, the consistency is the efficiency of it. Okay. Um, that that's the bottom line of of a hydronic heat is just right. You know, setting it and forgetting it. Right. Basically, right. You know. Yeah. No, I no fully fully understand that. All right. Another text message came in. 20-year-old, high-quality manufactured home on a good foundation with a crawl space. The furnace is noisy, and the house has wide ranges of temperature. Would it be crazy to look into converting that to the hot water heat boiler system? And I was going to ask about retrofitting, so this is a great question. Is that something that can be done, Eric? Uh, Yeah, in the crawl space, yeah. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of contractors will do what's called staple up. Uh, for radiant heat, per se, if there's if it's a wide open and there's no you know ceiling and in a crawl space, obviously, but in a home to that extent, I would probably be doing either uh, a, a high capacity baseboard, or I would be talking to the customer about exactly how efficient they wanted it, um, and then I would be designing that and doing radiant panels in that scenario in that home. But yes, that can be done, um, and it, it there there is a significant cost to it. However. If the customer is going to be in the home for the next 10 to 25 years or it's their forever home, it's definitely something yeah. they should talk about or consider. Agreed. And, 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 again, Doug, that's I know that was you that uh, texted that in. He's a great caller, listener as well. Just give the guys at Absolute a call. They could come out, get you a price on that, how that would all work and so on. And, again, just go to the website, fixitradio.com. Look, at, look for Absolute there. Call these guys. And, and, Lewis, I'm assuming you guys can run out, run through an estimate, find out exactly what that would take and get Doug handled. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely, without a doubt. You know, um, you know, um, we do have dispatch fees for if you need a repairs, but as far as if you're looking for a quote on something, that's that's a free trip for us. We're going to send one of our professionals out, and we, we don't just send any professional out. It's going to be specific to whatever that customer's needs are. You know, um, our call takers are really good at get, gathering that information, and if okay. there's something that we're un, unsure of, they'll actually get a call from the tech to, to maybe fine-tune those answers to make sure that we send the right technician out okay. for whatever your situation is. Awesome. Great, great. Okay. The other thing, Eric, I was going to mention, too, for a lot of folks that maybe don't realize this, because a lot of folks, I think, steer away from hot water heat at times because of some of the things we talked about. They've seen the old days of the big cast iron boilers or even the you know, sort of the uh, 70s look of the registers at the bottom, not knowing some of the things you guys just mentioned. And then I also know, because I have one of these in my garage, is they actually make some also really cool little radiant with fan type heaters where I can heat my garage because you don't want baseboard out there because of the environment it's in and so on. So I've got an actual you know guy that built the house, put a, a radiant heater up in a corner that's got a fan on it and the thermostat controls it just like it would anywhere else. It's on its own zone and you can heat the garage with hot water heat as well. Yeah, yeah. Hydronic coils, fan coils. I mean, same thing as if you do have a, an air conditioning. I've got customers' homes that are like in Evergreen and so forth that have a hot water coil in the furnace. So uh, not only do they have radiant heat in their home, uh, but they also have hot water heat as going through a fan coil being being produced in the home by the blower motor. I never which, thought again, of that. Is efficient and comfortable because we're not putting fire to it. We're not scorching the air. We are just blowing across that 160 or 180 degree fan coil and moving that air which is even it's 
it's supplements to other areas in the home, or uh, we couldn't get the tubing per yeah. se to a side of the home. It makes so sense. it was ducted, and we we changed the air handler and do a, a fan coil. That makes total sense. I'd never thought of that. That's a that's a great tip. Uh, one thing Larry and I were talking about through the break that I also will tell you for everybody listening, and and Doug for you especially. The one advantage that I've seen with hot water heat or, you know, radiant heat versus the old traditional, you know, gas-forced air heat, guys, is the not only the comfortability, Eric, but it's less, and maybe drafty isn't the right word, but, you know, there's no air moving around. So if you've got air moving in my house, if I have air moving, i got to leak someplace. i got to figure out where that thing's coming from, what door seal isn't quite right or what door got left open or whatever the case may be. Because if I feel a draft, there's something going on because, really, I shouldn't feel any draft with hot water heat. Yeah, yeah, it's one hundred percent. I mean, unless you got a fan or something moving it, but yeah, it's it's it, again in a specific home. If it's radiant in floor heat, uh, the, again, everything has an R value. So everything that's in contact to whatever zone that thermostat is controlling, everything if it's set to seventy two degrees, everything in that room is seventy two degrees. So if yeah, if you do notice a draft or something. We got some leakage going somewhere. Okay. Again, folks, if you got a question for us, best thing to do is text us 307-200-8222. That's the easiest way to do it. 307-200-8222. Okay, I know we can talk just regular gas air, you know, gas forced air heat and all of that as well and I and we probably should on that level, Lewis, I'm going to throw this one back to you. What do you see are some of the things that are overlooked, by the way, on either a maintenance or repair issue when it comes to just regular gas forced air heat? Um, I think really the um, the detail. Um, uh, most companies, in fact, you know, we're coming up on the months where you're going to see every single company out there saying thirty nine dollar tune up, forty nine dollar tune up. Um, realistically, for thirty nine dollars or forty nine dollars, you're getting a guy that's going to go out there with a dust rag and wipe down the external part of your furnace so it looks shiny. He might open up something, take a look at it. That's mostly what you're going to get. Hmm. Um, you might as well have thrown your twenty nine or thirty nine dollars away. Really, what is important is what we do is we do a very thorough inspection. And like uh, even on your promo, the commercial, we have cameras. So we're going to show, we're going to get down into your coil. We're going to pop that open and see. You'd be shocked at what we would find on even a system that's only six years old. People mm-hmm. just moved in the house. They bought it six years ago. Like, yeah, we just want a little bit of maintenance on it. And the amount of dust, the amount of buildup, rodents. Ro- and you don't have to be a dirty person. You can be a very clean person. Rodents are going to find their way in your house yes. in the colder months because they're trying to get warm. Sure. And, well, where's the warmest part in your house? You're going to go through ducting. They're going to find their way mm-hmm. into you. You'd be surprised what we would find in a fan coil and things like that. And that definitely restricts airflow. But also what people don't realize is you have a dead mouse or a dead squirrel or whatever it is in there. Now all the air that you're breathing is blowing over that right. every time your right. kicks on. So you Great are point. literally breathing that kind of air. Great and point. that's the kind of things that, you know, some of our customers are blown away at, at the thoroughness of our um, of our inspections. But also, you'll get a report, just like if you were to go to a mechanic and, you know, and just for a normal checkup, they're going to tell you your oil levels, your transmission, everything all the way down. We provide the same kind of report with pictures just to let you know what the right. state of your of your system is. All right. Uh, caller called into just a moment ago. Charlie took it and wants to know, three-car garage workshop wonders how overhead radiant heat, like what I talked about a moment ago, would work and or he said what you would see in commercial spaces and i think i kind of answered that a moment ago with what i have and i've got a three-car garage and does the same thing and actually you can in fact i was out in it last night doing some things and and wife was like you know it's actually she had her jacket on she's like man it's it's warm i'm like well yeah like 
it's heated. I mean, yeah, of course it's warm. You can take your jacket off if you want. So, you know, honestly, you can you can actually heat it however you want to. You make it as warm as you want. Am I correct? Yeah, based on the square footage of the garage, I mean, certain certain garages have, you know, if, uh, depending on how big they are, you can you can add one coil, two coils. You can uh, the fan coils. I mean, they're super efficient and extremely comfortable. So. Uh, it would just have to be sized and engineered correctly on what the BTU rating of that fan coil is going to be. It's just like any other type of a heating element or a furnace would be. It's got its own, I'm assuming they do the BTUs based upon how many coils it is, how wide it is, how thick it is, much like we would do radiators on a car and their efficiency. It's a similar situation, correct? Yeah, it, 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 yeah exactly. You know, you get a 40,000 BTU coil or you can get a 60 or 100,000. It's all based on square footage and and how much insulation or R values that are built within that that structure, um, and you just got to do it accordingly. How high the ceilings are, etc. There's a lot of engineering, um, but but then you also got to understand if you're adding on, are the BTU rating of your existing appliance a boiler that is right. supplying that heat? Is it big enough to overcome uh, the, the extra BTUs you need? Or do we have to add different circulators to overcome the foot ahead? Uh-huh. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot to it, but uh, just again engineering it correctly is going to produce that comfort. One last thing I want to talk about again. I'm, got, I'm appreciate you guys staying. I know you guys planned on about a half an hour, but it's been great learning lots of information. I think folks will really take to heart. And again, this replays on Tuesday, so some of you that may have missed this, you can catch it on a podcast right off the website later today, or. You can listen again on Tuesday from 2 to 3 o'clock and hear it there. And if you're listening on Tuesday, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Guys, i got one more question for you if you want to stay one more segment. Can you do that? Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back, guys. If you've got any questions, 307-200-8222. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Did you know that all insurance companies and their agents are not equal? They aren't equal in service, how they handle claims, or how they protect you, the customer, in the case of an accident, especially one that is not your fault. You want the best insurance company and agent to represent you that money can buy. And I have found Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance, an A-plus rated insurance company. Paul will go the extra mile for you and help you find the right coverage that meets your needs. He can handle your home, auto, RV, boat, ATV, RTV, motorcycle, second home, or your life insurance. Paul will truly look out for your best interest and make sure you have the coverage you need. Don't buy insurance from people you don't know and have never met. Buy from a locally trusted agent that I've known for 10 plus years. Paul Lewinberger, American National Insurance, 303-662-0789 or find him at drive-radio.com or at fixitradio.com. Arc Electric is family owned and operated since 1999. They specialize in all things electrical, commercial and residential, and are specialists in living off the grid when it comes to your power needs. Exclusive electrician for XL Energy's Home Smart program and for Blue Ribbon Home Warranty. For security and customer service, they'll notify you via text message or phone call when a tech is dispatched to your home. And also who that tech is so you know when they're on their way and who'll be helping you. They also have a big announcement. They will soon be offering HVAC. Arc Electric is also looking for team members that can troubleshoot and are great with customers and with technology. And as they add HVAC, 
those techs are needed as well. So for all your electrical, heating, and AC needs, it's Arc Electric. That's Arc with a K. Call 303-656-3689. That's 303-656-3689. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. Make your life more convenient. You just found out that in order to install a new appliance in your home, you need a new electrical panel. Your current panel isn't safe or energy efficient, so it can't support the additional load. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air makes an inconvenient situation simpler. The live chat feature at AbsoluteFix.com stays active 24-7, 365, so you can schedule your estimate with a real human being at midnight on a Saturday. You get a two-hour time window for your appointment, so you don't need to wait around all day for a technician to arrive. 30 minutes before your appointment, you get a text message with a photo and a bio of your technician so you know who's coming into your home. Then, 15 minutes after they leave, you get a phone call asking how they could have provided an even better experience. Make your life easier. Schedule an estimate with Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. All right, we are back. Again, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air joining us today. Lewis, the owner. Eric, a great tech, by the way. Eric, just i got to give you an attaboy. You're one of the best techs I've uh, talked to in this realm. i got a lot of auto techs and folks <laughs> that join us on Drive Radio, but you're one of the best techs I've ever talked to on this end of things. So, Lewis, you did great. Attaboy, Eric. Uh, I, I, have a, Thank you. I have a dumb question, Eric, on my end, and I just, just – and maybe it's because I just don't understand enough about hydronic heat and how it works. But why do they have to have pressure tanks on the systems? W- what is that doing? Uh, well, we get, you know, it, the, the beginning of the system is called static fill. Um, those are, And they're, they're not pressure, they're expansion tanks is what they're called. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, yes, they, yes, yes, expansion tanks, right, right. So when we're heating a certain water temperature from one degree to another, and our systems are usually designed at a 20-degree temperature differential, we get expansion in that system. Um, and uh, that expansion tank has a diaphragm, a rubber diaphragm in there that absorbs that expansion. Okay. Also enables things because air within a hydronic system is our worst enemy. True. So being able to get that air out of the system as it's running through, uh, that expansion tank is, ha- is, is there as buffering. It's, it's helping absorb that thermal expansion, um, and, and not if, if there wasn't nothing there, 
our, our systems are regulated between 12 and 15 PSI, depending on the home. Right. Well, the, the, the emergency relief valve that are on all hydronic systems is rated at 30 PSI. So if we exceed 30 PSI within our systems, um, we're going to be popping off and having other issues, okay. losing water, et cetera. Okay. So if that expansion tank isn't there, that, that's the problem we're going to be having. So we're maintaining the 12 to 15 PSI rating within the entire system in its entirety. So okay. that's the purpose of the expansion tank. Okay. Makes total sense. I get that. I'm going to come back to that, but another text message came in. He said, address the resizing of gas or propane pipes when you're adding an, another gas system. So, for example, where you're retrofitting, like we were talking about with Doug a moment ago, would he need to do anything different resize-wise if he's on gas and or propane? Uh, yes, I, we would have to, I would have to see what the entire load of the gas system is in the home, uh, depending on, you know, pressures in, in, in LP, propane pressures are higher than natural gas. So... Depending on what it is, you don't. We don't necessarily see a lot of having to upsize piping on a LP system, but we do significantly see homes that are adding on or adding additions that we do have to increase that pipe size or do what they do is do a high pressure regulator at the at the main for the house, and then we step it down with pressure regulators for each appliance so that we can accommodate it, but. A lot of times on a, a home that's on natural gas, um, if we're adding to the system, we probably are going to be upsizing that gas line. Okay. Makes sense. Back to the expansion tank end of it, and I, I probably already know this answer, but I are. let me ask it this way. Are the majority of radiant systems shared with the regular water that's running through the house or are some of them totally standalone or again or do the majority of them share the same water that's running through the house you know the same fresh water supply is where i'm getting at well yes the, the fresh water supply is what's going to give us but we have a device which is called a, a fill valve and pressure it's a pressure reducing valve again most homes are coming in at about 65 psi well again like i said they're only rated, the, the safety on the boilers rated for 30 PSI. So okay. if we didn't put in a backflow fill valve and backflow preventer to knock that pressure from 65 down to 15 at, min, at max, um, we're going to be having issues. So hydronic systems are technically should be a closed-loop system. Once you do the static fill, which means the fill the system in its entirety at 12 to 15 PSI, you should theoretically be able to shut that fill valve off, and that's a closed-loop system. So we don't ever want our non-potable to, mi to mix with the potable. So that's why these other devices are added to a hydronic yeah. system to prevent that from happening. Okay. Again, learning a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Anything else, Lewis, anything else you want to add? we got a couple of minutes left. Anything you want to add? This has been great, guys. I really appreciate your time very much. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, other than, you know, I think we covered about as much as we could on radiant floor heating. I, I heard one of you guys earlier talk about a question, somebody's niece or their daughter was kind of uh, going back and forth whether they should go to college or in the right. trade. Yes. Um, and, and, yeah, obviously I'm biased. I'm very much pro-trade um, for what I told my kids. And, you know, I wasn't, Me too. I, wasn't pushing, <laughs> I wasn't pushing college real hard. My thing was, you know, if you know something you really want to go for in college, Yes, absolutely do it. If you're not sure, if you're going to go to college for the quote-unquote college experience, your dad's not paying for that. 
Um, you can do that on your own. You can go have your fun on your own. Right. Um, the, the requirement in my house is both my sons are going to they're required to be they're going to be licensed electricians, and then they after that they can do whatever they want. So my son is 18. He's getting ready to test out right now. Um, he's been working and doing electrical since he was 15, but at least that gives them the base because our trades, the demand has never been higher. Good idea. It's yeah. only getting yep. higher and That's higher. Right. There's, um, there's, I, I think what I, I saw a study that said 60% of the, our workforce is supposed to retire in the next five to seven years, and those those positions aren't getting filled at the same rate that people are yep. going to be leaving You're right. and retiring. You're right. So um, there are a bunch of old guys you know, in our I mean, industries, both on the automotive side and you guys' side as well. A bunch of old guys, and we're not replacing them fast enough. That's right. the thing, you know, and and we, you know, we we like to, we have actually a pretty good core of young young people, um, which is really exciting to see because there yes. is some interest in it. It's just I think we need to expand the interest in that because you can make a very very comfortable living, yeah. um, and not only comfortable, you can make a very very good living. Yes, and the can. great thing about it is you can take that you can take it anywhere you go. You want to go to a different you know different part of the country, you take that skill with you, and yep. you are in demand anywhere you go world it's, you it's, guys you can go you can go anywhere in the world i mean i, I fix cars all over the world exactly. you know as a, as a technician exactly. and literally you can do whatever you want anywhere you want when you have those skills yeah and it's not gender specific there are plenty of positions that that's women. right females do very females do incredibly well in this trade they really do yep. it's just we you just don't get a lot of them entering it but um, it's like I said, it's not generous to anybody can do this work. Okay. Guys, I, again, not only do I appreciate you being a sponsor, I, you know, during the day and on the weekends as well, you're great. You've been a great partner of ours here on KLZ. And to me personally, I'm very, very thankful for what you guys are doing. And, and Eric, again, hats off to you. I know I'm going to meet you on Tuesday when you come out to the house, but, uh, I'm very excited for that. You guys have been great. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks thank for having you very us, much. And, yeah, looking forward to meeting with you. All right, guys. I'll let you go. Have a great weekend. Lewis, I'll let you go as well. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your weekend. That's it, guys. If you're listening on Tuesday, Rush to Reason is up next. Otherwise, myself, Larry Inger is going to hang around answering phones. Charlie Grimes, our engineer, and Josh Goff just joined us from Legacy up in Boulder. We'll be back, and we've got some interesting things to talk about when it comes to EV vehicles. Josh went to a class over in Utah, so we've got a lot to talk about there. Let's just say that they're not as maintenance-free as most people think. So we'll talk about that during the next three hours. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Drive Radio coming up next. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.